Hey there, welcome to Hear the Word, and I'm Dr. Jerry Crete. Very happy to be with you today. And this is the um, podcast where I read the Sunday readings, but I'm also going to give you a few tips on meditation and do a guided meditation at the end. So I hope you'll stay with us through the whole program. Uh, this is the second Sunday of Advent. This is episode 56 of Hear the Word. I hope that after you hear the readings and you do the meditation with me, that you'll come on over to Be With Word. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about intentionality and uh, penitential and uh, reverential uh, spirit of Advent. And I will have a guest with me. It'll be Mac Barron, um, who is uh, from the podcast Catholic in a Small Town. So today, let's uh, begin with our readings for the second Sunday of Advent. The first reading is from Isaiah 40. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain, the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up onto a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out, the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock in his arms. He gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The Responsorial Psalm Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation for those who fear him. Glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet justice and peace shall kiss. Truth 
shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The second reading is from the second letter of Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. But according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. And the gospel comes from the first chapter of St. Mark. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. 
he fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So those are our readings. I'd like to just take a moment and uh, invite you uh, to reflect on a few things. Uh, last, uh, last week I talked about basic meditation prayer posture. You know, and that means um, beginning place is to notice your breath. I'm going to try to remember to remind people of that next episode before even the gospel readings because I want these readings to enter into the heart and enter into the soul and not just the intellect. Also want to connect the body with those readings so that we're all connected, our body, mind, and spirit. And so we take a deep breath, maybe even do the Jesus prayer as you do breathe in, Lord Jesus Christ, and then breathe out, have mercy on me, breathe out. I just want to invite you to try that and do that often. Lord Jesus Christ, as you breathe in, you don't even have to say it out loud. Then breathe out. Have mercy on me. Simplest of prayers. And you know, one that connects us to Christ, invites him in, connects our bodies, minds, and our soul. I want to say a little something about the soul. <laughs> um, I'm going to add a little tidbits every week, just some insight. And some of this insight comes from... Um, you know, my life as a Catholic, but also my experience in the um, Byzantine Catholic Church and uh, in, in Eastern Christianity in general. So we share these traditions with Eastern Orthodoxy. And that's the idea that the noose, which I believe is a Greek word, kind of referring to the heart, but kind of the heart and the mind, kind of one of those words that's hard to define. But the noose is really the faculty by which the soul connects to God. And in the tradition, the news can be darkened. It is darkened by original sin, covered up completely perhaps. And the news is um, revealed or um, uh, kind of comes alive through baptism. But unfortunately, because of our lives and this fallen world, the noose gets darkened again, often. We're really not able to connect in a deeper way with God unless we approach or come in contact with this noose. And I would say that the noose is really connected to our true self. That is our true self created in his image and um, just filled with uh, at its core, compassion, maybe even creativity, wisdom, maybe even knowledge at times, but this sense of, of our truer self. And sometimes what gets in the way is on uh, different parts, right? And uh, psychological terms, we talk about protector parts or manager parts, parts of our personality that are... Um, busy doing things for us can be very helpful, but sometimes they can get burdened and uh, get in the way. 
And we also have parts that are hurting, you know, wounded, uh, wounded child parts uh, that, that maybe need care. So in this meditation, I'm going to begin uh, by trying to bring together some aspects of the readings um, and try to get at the parts that might be getting in the way and maybe trying to have a, a little more gentle and kind approach to those parts, but still bringing truth. So that kindness and peace, kindness and truth, peace and justice kissing. I'm gonna to try to bring that into the meditation. And hopefully as we do that, we're gonna get closer and closer to the noose, uh, connecting with that part that therefore helps us to connect with God on an even deeper level. The goal of um, Christian meditation is ultimately to unite with God. And although we can pray and we have moments of connecting with God and we may have prayers of supplication, prayers of thanksgiving, different good prayers, we often don't actually get to a point where we're deeply united and connected with God, which often goes beyond words and images. And that's the ultimate goal here. But we're going to start off real slow <laughs> and one step at a time. So I'm going to invite you as we begin this meditation. Take a deep breath. And if we have tension in our bodies, we're just going to allow or permit those tensions to relax. We're going to invite our shoulders to drop. We're going to notice that tension. Take a deep breath, hold the tension. Let go and feel that tension dissipate. We begin our meditation in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Dear God, We imagine ourselves as one of the many people in Judea who are going to go out of town into the desert to see John the Baptist. So we're going to imagine ourselves leaving our busy world, our busy Christmas preparation world, our busy jobs, our busy families. We're going out to the desert. And we're going out to the desert to meet this strange man. Strange man with a leather belt and camel's hair clothing who eats locusts. And this strange man is saying, prepare a way for the Lord. And so we want to open ourselves up to preparing for the Lord. And as we make a path, we're going to notice if there are parts, parts of ourselves that are having a hard time. 
maybe are resisting preparing a way. Maybe there are, there's a part that feels a lot of shame. Maybe there's a part of me, of you, there's a part of ourselves that does not feel worthy. Maybe we feel bad for things we might have done. We might feel bad for mistakes from the past. I'd like to just take a moment and look at that part real, real carefully. And if you're able to notice, to look into the eyes of this part that feels shame, feels bad. And if you're able to bring some compassion, maybe an understanding that maybe in the past I've struggled because I didn't know how else, how else to soothe my own heart, my own self. Didn't know how to take care of myself. Maybe I was hurting. And as I do that, I'm also going to be aware that there might be a part of me that is judging that. Doesn't want to bring compassion. There might be a part of me Maybe that part's kind of a very religious seeming part, you know, that wants to do right, doesn't like to fail and wants to be good. And we're going to pause for a moment and notice that there might be a part of me that can be critical. It might be judging and making other parts of me feel very shamed. I'm going to also try to bring some compassion to that part. Maybe realize that being critical or judging is a way also to protect myself. And I'm just going to notice that maybe that part doesn't need to be so harsh. And I'm going to invite both of these parts, <laughs> the part that feels shame and the part of me that can be critical. And I'm going to invite both parts to the desert, out of the town, to meet with John the Baptist. And John the Baptist promises a baptism. He says, of water, with water, a baptism of repentance, knowing something greater is coming. So I'm just going to invite all parts of me, <laughs> whichever parts may have come up. Into repentance, which means maybe having some sorrow 
and just being honest about what's hard and what's difficult and coming with humility coming to God and saying I'm bringing all of me and I'm going to offer it to you Lord even imperfectly and all my messiness because of your great promise that you will love all my parts and you're going to work healing and salvation through me. And if they can, I hope all parts of me <laughs> can sigh a little bit of relief, maybe a little bit of more trust, maybe a little bit of surrender. And if it's a bit hard, it's okay. Just whatever I'm able to do today is okay as a start. And I'd like to just close this prayer and meditation with just a short little passage from the, um, it's a Melkite prayer book. And this is, um, this is a little prayer that's said before Christmas. So I think it fits for Advent. And it goes like this. Rejoice, O Bethlehem, and be ready. Behold, the Virgin is on her way to give birth to the great shepherd she carries in her womb. The God-bearing forefathers will rejoice at his sight and together with the shepherds, they will glorify the Virgin nursing him. And so we anticipate that great event and we anticipate joining with those forefathers and those shepherds um, as we look forward to, um, to the Christmas season. So God bless. Take good care. Look forward to seeing you next time. Please subscribe and share and all that. Until next time, be still. Believe.